Hey, and welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Ely in Asheville, and with us as Boston is Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy Slim Jim? I'm good, Max. Uh, I'm not in Cincinnati this week, mm. which is good because I was there last week. And I think this is a definitive rule of life. Time not spent in Cincinnati is better than time spent in Cincinnati. So that I'm good. 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 Oh, and if you're from Cincinnati listeners, uh, fuck you. Because <laughs> no one listens to this fucking podcast. Hey, we are the number 250 most listened to podcasts in Russia right now. And we're number 25 in London, so, or in England. <laughs> number 25 Boom. in England? Yeah. What? Yeah, this week we are. <laughs> Bill. Yeah. Bill. Two, what was it, 250 something in Russia? Yep. Even better. Pump up the jams. <laughs> That's right, folks. This podcast has turned from pro-Ukrainian to pro-Russia. Keep, <laughs> climb, keep climbing up the billboards. That's right. That's right, Ukraine. How you guys start listening to some podcasts? What else are you guys doing over there? Quit Jesus. being so selfish. Yeah. Turn your fucking Wi-Fi on. God. We've had like two downloads from you in the last like month, Ukraine. <laughs> What's that about? Fuck you. Yeah, they're both Russian, too. Right. <laughs> over in Portland, Maine, we have the man who's not a squib. Mr. Bill Dooley's on the show. How are you, Bill? Well, I'm feeling pretty good about that compliment. Um, mm. I'm 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 alive, mm. so there's mm. that. I'll, I if as we so like poor, you're poor. You're not good. Every every friggin' disease and cold that can pass through a human body has gone through our house in the last like six weeks, uh, except for like I don't know. Well, I don't know. We've probably had the black plague. I, maybe I don't know. So I'm alive at this point. I'm not good, but here I am. The COVID actually eats up the Black Plague, so it's good. Yeah, exactly. They balance each other out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Well, this week hey, Max, we're now. Max, in... I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Bill, you thought you were doing bad. You're about to do a lot worse. Guess who's back, bitches? <laughs> it's the one and only gunslinging, beer drinking, gout hobbled commenter to ever utter the words oily grundle on streaming media. That's right. It's the man who can instantly dry a woman's panties <laughs> like the Sahara, and at the same time. Make Bill Dooley as hard as Plymouth Rock. The Ooh. Tennessee kid is back, baby. Oh, no. Oh, no. Max. Max, I did not sign up for this. <laughs> Tim's, Tim's screen immediately froze when this happened, too. <laughs> that was literally broke flashbacks Tim. Flashbacks of my rectum in his face. You know, the, 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 yeah. I was like, wow, this guy that Max brought on the podcast got a lot of audio from Derek. <laughs> <laughs> it did take me, it took me a like solid like five to ten seconds before I was like, oh no, that's actually Derek. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you what, Max did an incredible sales job on that. Uh, well done, Max. Thank well you. done. Thank you. I was, I was actually, Max, you said that we were having that guy on the show and I was like, fuck, I never listened to anything from that person. Like, and I'm scrolling through like the, the text that changed trying to find like, what's his name? What does he do? Who is this person? Oh, Jesus. I felt enormously prepared because the last time we had a special guest on, I did not watch the movie. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Derek, can I just say you, you are looking very svelte and quite sexy. Um, Tim, how do you feel about that? I'm extremely annoyed. Yeah. I'm extremely annoyed. 
Derek, we had a good thing going. We did, you know, and <laughs> we had a good I, thing going. I tried to call you, Tim. I was, uh, I wanted to donate one of my chins to you. <laughs> <laughs> the true doughboys. And I would have been accepting it. I'm always in, I'm, you know, look at, <laughs> I'm always in the market for chins, <laughs> you know, <laughs> always in the market for chins. And, and to be honest, you know, like the fact that you just did it and didn't even tell me about it. You're right. Tantamount to tantamount to raping. I should have. I, I should have. I should have called and asked your permission. You're right. Yeah. How dare you get healthy and get healthy for your wedding? Well, I, you know, I'm trying to keep up with Bill. He's just been a ravenous beast in the bedroom of late. Well, and, I gotta uh, say, Derek. You know, if this whole if this whole marriage thing doesn't work out for you, you know, I'm. You know, my arms are always going to be open for you. At this oh my point. god, you looking like that? Oh my god. Just you know, you got you options. You know how to make a girl blush. You know how to make a girl blush. <laughs> All right. Well, we're in week two of our Bond month of uh, our 007 debut series where we're breaking down the first entries of all six Bond actors, but in reverse order. So this week we did 1995's GoldenEye starring Pierce Bronson. Pierce Bronson. I got to be honest. He was Pierce Bronson in this. Pierce Bronson, guys. Pierce, Pierce fucking Bronson. Eh, I say Bronson. Yeah. Bronson. Bronson. Yes. Bronson. Thank you, Derek. Bronson. Is it Bronson or Brosnan? It's Brosnan. Brosnan. It is Brosnan. Oh. Boy, I've look been at me just bringing us right back onto the rails. <laughs> Audibly, Derek is improving the show in some way right now. <laughs> well, Pierce I will say before Bro- we get too deep into this, this will likely be my first podcast that I'm 100% sober for. So who knows? All bets are off right now. Brosnan. <laughs> Brosnan. Brosnan. Dead sexy. In this movie. Uh, eh. He's dead not sexy. doing it for me. Yeah. Bill, if you don't think Pierce Brosnan's dead sexy, then you don't think you're dead sexy because you look a lot like Pierce Brosnan. All right. Well, I mean, he was pretty handsome. I'll give you that. But <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, I know it was it, like a lot of it's just time difference, 90s, but like the hair was weirdly big and like the the suit cuts were like super long and baggy and like everything about him. And he like... You know, I know we're comparing him to like the modern age movies with uh with what's his face now, but like he was he was not fit. Like he was scrawny as hell. Like it just it just I don't know. He's got a runner's uh, body. I, mean, I feel like Pierce Brosnan probably smells like the set of a cool water commercial. You remember those cologne commercials? I feel like he's probably one of the best smelling humans on the planet. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. I think he smells like rich mahogany, a lot of whiskey, which I think those are two good smells. <laughs> Very musky. Yeah. Thoughts on the movie, though? My, my initial thought is it's not that good. No, it's not. Mm-mm. It's really not. I, I feel like I could have written the dialogue in this movie because I feel like 90% of it was bad dick jokes. And I was yeah. there for it. I, I mean, that part of it, I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> that was the good part. Yeah, that was that was the I, only when, good part. The physics in this movie dialogue, were insane. Oh, they were insane, yeah. When you said dialogue, I was kind of like, I don't remember any of the dialogue. It was all just like throwaway dialogue. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. It was all like oddly unattractive sexual innuendo that just kind of made you want to just, ugh, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, whatever. Spy stuff, spy stuff, I'm going to fuck you. Spy stuff, spy stuff, I'm going to fuck her. Spy stuff, spy stuff, dick joke. That's all it was. It's just like it, it. It's it's also like just so outrageously over the top with like what he's able to get away with. You know the 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 
uh, armor, uh, the plot armor, like just running through like open alleyways and he's getting shot yes. at and there's bullets ricocheting everywhere and he, he doesn't even get hit once. He drives a tank through the middle of Russia and like, oh cause that's what a secret agent does. I don't know. It's just, it, it's. Uh, the funniest part about that tank scene, and I'm sure we'll, we'll mention this again, but the funniest part about that tank scene is that he like, there was a sneaky tank scene. Like when he, when they were getting on the train and he kind of like snuck up in the tank yes, on yes. the bridge, <laughs> it's like he's, this is like the equivalent of a tank tiptoeing. <laughs> no, I love that the tank was doing like power slides through downtown. Uh, drifting. Was it, was fucking drifting yeah. through St. Yeah. Peter's. Yeah, it was like Tokyo drift. Yeah. 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 Uh, St. Petersburg drift. Yeah. I think the nostalgia for the video game is what's kept this movie in high regard because yes. anybody who's not seen this movie in a while, try and rewatch it. We, I th- we've been trying to record this, this episode for like four weeks. I never went back to rewatching this movie. I watched it in like 10 minute increments over like a four week span. Well, now, now Max, Max, did it take you so long to record because you were just trying to convince me to come on? Is that what this was? Sure. The big draw. Derek. That's it. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed those sponsors because they are fucking gone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, when you do, when you do uh, a Billy, a Billy Mays and a Sarah McLaughlin, uh, Sarah McLaughlin style commercial for, yeah, for Harry balls, for Harry balls. Typically your the sponsors aren't going to like that. (laughs) I want to feel like my balls are in the arms of the angels. <laughs> Tim's screen is still frozen. Oh, not, for not for me. Looks great. Really? Oh, of I course mean, it's for I me. I just want to jump through this screen and taste I mean, that tongue. We technically have a guest on, so I need to have some kind of technical errors here. So. That's fair. That's Let's just fair. make exactly. I mean, I'm recording, so that's good. All right, bye, Derek. All right, I'll just just turn it down to AC a little bit, guys. I'm uh, bringing so much energy. I'm getting a little sweaty. That hasn't changed. Still a sweaty guy. Mm. So before we get into the movie, you guys want to know a little uh, background about why uh, Pierce Bronson, 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 Bronson. It's, it's just not a very hard name. It's Bronson. really not. You know, I well, can't. I want it to be Bronson, like Charles Bronson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's t- I'm talking about Timothy Dolan, so I want Dolan and I want Bronson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, Timothy Dolan. You know, he he played Bond for the two movies prior to that in the eighties. They're going to be filming the third movie in May of 1990, but then MGM got into a lawsuit with the producers, which lasted about five years. So even then, Dolan was still ready and scheduled to be Bond as late as April of 94, but he only wanted to do one more movie of his uh, three-picture deal, and the producers wanted him for another four or five, so they mutually agreed to part ways. And that's how oh. they ended up with, with Bronson, Brosnan. See? Yeah. <laughs> Brosnan. I think he's definitely top three Bonds. Who's that? Brosnan. I just on what basis? What's that? I mean, which movie? Which movie is good? If this is not, if this is not good, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Well, now, now a product part of this is just it being a product of the time it was shot in, right? Like the terrible fucking soundtracks. Like, I mean, the the terrible throw. No real enemy. The overt over sexuality of the entire movie, which again, totally on board for. Yeah, I am too. I think for him, he looks like Bond. He looks like Bond. It's just he's not getting a whole lot to work with. No, like if, if that's they had my done, point. Yeah, like if they had done Casino Royale with him, like he would have done a great job. I think. All right, I I could see that. It's just this movie. That's just my so whole fucking point. Corny. 
Like he's like a good player on a bad team. Exactly. Yep. I mean, correct. He's like an all star point guard on the fucking like the Seattle Supersonics. Are they still even a team? (laughs) (laughs) They're not. not, Right. Much to Seattle's chagrin. Um, <laughs> but no, I, uh, I, I think again, this was around the same time that Batman and Robin was shot. So, it's, I mean, we were talking about great films. I was actually thinking that like this, it's like kind of the equivalent, like the Schumacher yeah. Batman movies is yeah. like the Bronson movies compared to like the Chris Nolan Batman movies and the Daniel Craig, like Casino Royale. It's like, they yeah. both kind of came out around the same time. Did a completely new reboot. It was gritty. It was great. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I think part of the problem too, is just get it like, like we talked about this, it's not an R rated movie at all. You know, it, we are not the target demographic and I have no like nostalgia watching this movie. So, I mean, I, I, I love the, the N64 game, but like, I couldn't tell you, I probably haven't seen this movie since like, I don't know, for like 20 plus years. Yeah. So yeah. maybe, maybe if I had enjoyed it as a 12 year old boy, when I was like the target demographic, I would like it more, but that's the only thing that kept me interesting is when I go, Oh, that was that was one of the levels in yes, exactly. James Bond, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldeneye, yeah. It's which, the only which, thing that kept yeah. me interested. I'm the same way. Like every time those opening credits, I, I, I mean, I have started watching this no less than five times. This is the first time I finished it, and it was because mm-hmm. I knew I had to. Right. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> a chore exactly. to watch this movie. It yeah, was. It, it was. really was. Like I tried to get through it last night, and Max, I got through like 45 minutes. That's I where like, I, I got stuck. I just yes. can't fucking do it. Like I can't. And so, I mean, watching it the second half today wasn't that bad, but, uh, but yeah, I'm the same way. Every time I see those opening credits, all I think about is the game and how I used to have the fucking cheat code of using odd job with slaps only. Always one hundred percent of the time you won. <laughs> all right. Should we get the, oh, go ahead, Tim. Yeah, no, just one more pet peeve of mine. One yeah. more pet peeve of mine. <laughs> Let's hear it. I got to lean, lean in close here. Just one more thing. The fucking like murder sex scene in the Russian baths. Like, come on, just make this a real movie and make that towel come off that woman. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, why is that towel stuck to her? Like it's super glued. It's like, because it probably was. She probably was right. But that's bullshit because this woman's about to murder James Bond and she's like having an orgasm while she's doing it. The least you can do for me is make that towel get ripped off. So there's fucking titties flapping everywhere. <laughs> fucking butt cheeks. <laughs> All right. I gotta be I'm gonna be back in five minutes. <laughs> we go have a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go have a Snickers. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So the first thing we see is the gun barrel intro accompanied by some really shitty techno music, which everyone hated. So they <laughs> then went back to the classical music after this. Boom. Boom. Not good. No. <laughs> and, and honestly, the, arguably this sequence of him like sneaking into the fucking this Russian nuclear facility is the the best scene in the whole movie. Like there could it could arguably be the best scene in the whole movie. It was a then not to mention too, it was a seven hundred and twenty two foot bungee jump off of that dam. That was actually real, which is pretty fucking cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Puncast. Puncast. Which prep one you need? Which hey, speaking of puncast, that's all this fucking movie was. Um, but my, shit, my only yeah. note about that 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 jump or whatever was how majestic of a rappel it was into a Russian bathhouse, a military grade Russian bathhouse. Because he instantly went right into the toilet, which is a great place to start. I mean, I would want to shit after a jump like that. 
<laughs> I mean, he's definitely got to clean his pants out. I have to clean my pants out. <laughs> yep, so we get the cold open set in 1986 USSR <laughs> at the Archangel Chemical Plant where 007 and 006, played by Sean Bean, plan on destroying the Soviet weapon facility. But 006 is captured and killed by this bad general who I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm, not, I'm never going to say it. Uh, leading the Bond slowly walking behind a cart full of chemicals onto a <laughs> conveyor belt where he shoots, shoots them out, just kills a bunch of dudes. Then he gets into a plane, gets kicked out of the plane, so instead he jumps on a motorcycle, dives off a cliff into the now free-falling plane, and is eventually able to fly to safety just as his Playmobil miniature chemical plant set blows up. All of that. You guys All really of- jump ahead. You guys really jump ahead now, so I'm, re- I'm going to be a fucking train wreck on this, keeping up in my notes. <laughs> Dude, three minutes. The bombs... He had three minutes oh, no. to do well, all of that. All that he, shit. He yeah. dropped it from five minutes and 37 seconds, pressed one button. It was like three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I loved. I, I didn't like know the three minutes. There's a three minute button. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Q was like, all right, Demino seven. This is, this is the time set. And this is the three minute button. Why do you have a three minute button? You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that one squeaky wheel. As he yeah. was, <laughs> yeah. that was so fucking good. Uh, also, he was clearly open to like half of the people. By the time he got like, oh, yeah, by the time he got to the uh, edge of the conveyor yes. belt, like he was almost fully exposed to the entire tr- all the troops. A full like, semicircle of AK forty sevens. These are professionally trained fucking shooters. They would they should have been able to get him right there and then. All right, all right. You, let, let's just let's just really give them the benefit of the doubt that they they don't want to risk firing the gun and blowing up one of the cans. You got like 50 people just walk up to him. You can walk to him. Yeah. There is no reason right. preventing your legs from transporting you to him and grabbing him with your hands. The hands that you were given by God. Why <laughs> do you need to shoot him or just watch him walk across the room? Well, no even, sense. even if you're going to lose a couple of guys, the Russians are notoriously known for valuing their own people, right? So mm-hmm. he I turned mean, around and shot his own man. Yeah, they killed that. one of the <laughs> guys. That like, send that guy. You know, yeah. instead of shoot him, send him. Just throw his limp body at him. Just knock over all the canisters. We know why they didn't walk up there, Bill. They're all drunk. (laughs) Everyone in Russia is drunk 100% of the time. If any other one of those guys walked up, they just would have stumbled their way, tripped over a couple cans of like spray paint. And it just would have been a disaster, you know. (laughs) I also I also would very much like to know what is the deal with this canister storage system where yes. he can just shoot an AK-47 and 15,000 come crushing out of the wall all of a sudden. And there's a they random were- conveyor belt that leads out to the, the airport. What the fuck is this room? <laughs> hey, hey, those, those didn't just fall out. They were they were thrust out. Yes. At a very, very high rate of speed. There was propulsion coming from them. It yeah. It's like a hilarious. New Year's celebration. The balloons are dropping from the ceiling. I mean, and from that moment on, for the rest of this whole scene, the physics make no fucking sense at all. None at all. Is there any, any possible way that a human body could fall faster than the airplane and catch up to it? <laughs> An actively descending airplane. Yeah. Or yeah, possible. No. Even, even before we get to that, Bill, the fact that a, that a human man can run down an airplane as it's taxiing for things. <laughs> also true. Yes. Also foot. true. <laughs> And meanwhile, he's running on the airport. He's running, running down the, the, the runway with, again, like 50 people all armed, all shooting at him. There is no obstructions whatsoever anymore. He's running straight. 
Yeah. It's not like a zigzagging trying to escape <laughs> bullet fire. And then for some unknown reason, the Russian general just holds up his hands and tells everyone to stop because apparently we're just going to watch to see if he can pull it off. <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. Well, the, I think he thought, well, you can't hit him for fucking 10 feet. He's got to come back at some point. You know? See if he kills himself jumping off the edge. Well, well, let's just see how this plays out. You know what? I think he deserves escape at this point. <laughs> that Russian general, though, probably the best cast person in this entire movie. Yeah. Like that guy is a drunk Russian general. <laughs> he was like failed sweaty. Himself, failed his yeah. way to the top, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's well, also the butler in the third Indiana Jones movie and that at that Nazi castle that uh, Harrison Ford like knocks out. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I just remember looking. I'm like, it's that guy. He's the one. He's like, if you're the Duke, then I'm Mickey Mouse. And then he just like, he's like, how dare he? And he just like punches him in the face. Yep. He's perfectly cast for like to be some horrible, horrible, like uh, political climber in a totalitarian regime. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did, did anyone else notice that? Once Bond is in the plane, it immediately turns into the sound of a, of a kamikaze World War II era Japanese yeah. bomber. Yes. And yes. then as he planes it back out, it goes back to the sound of a normal fucking plane. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the whole thing of him straightening out the plane is just him having <laughs> yes. like the, the death match with his own dick. Just <laughs> <laughs> been there, done that. Been yeah. there, done that. <laughs> Also, that mountain was way too steep for him to be able to just pull up and just get out to safety oh, yeah. in time. Yeah. <laughs> this is a single engine air, like, prop plane. This isn't a fighter jet. No. <laughs> and it's a Russian shitty single engine fucking plane, too. Yeah, did you hear that, Russia? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your fucking planes. <laughs> I, I would All like right? to know, too, what the plane was doing. Because the plane was getting ready to take off. Yeah, like what was it doing? Everybody else is inside looking for this guy. The drunk. This one guy's just yeah. That's just answers. The answers most of it. Yeah. 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 Stock answer. Stock answer for any Russian. Oh, they were hammered. (laughs) (laughs) Completely hammered. He was making a booze run. (laughs) Why are they? Why are they invading Ukraine right now? Oh, they're all hammered. All right, so then we get the typical 007 title sequence with the song "Goldeneye" performed by Tina Turner. Yeah, weird. Not, I, I honestly kind of fast forwarded through most of this. this oh, really? Max, you, do you know who wrote it? Yeah, you two wrote it. Bono and the Edge. So, whew. Which I don't understand because you two was pretty big in 1995 and Tina Turner was kind of on her way out. It's like, why didn't you two just do the song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're just coming off like three straight Grammy or four straight Grammy like award winning albums. It's like, just have them do it. Well, they were obviously in Africa saving children, Max. It's true. <laughs> they also did the, uh, the Mission Impossible song the next year, the Tom Cruise one. They were on like, oh, a boy. weird movie streak for a while there. Talk about, you know, a good movie. Mission Impossible, the first one. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to do those at some yeah. point. I don't think yeah, I've ever sat, that. like, seen one of those front to back in, t- in its entirety. Oh, they're good. They're well, the first one's really good. Yeah. The new ones are really good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that, Bill? Are you afraid you're going to get roped into Scientology? <laughs> I mean, I just get lost in Tom Cruise's eyes every movie I watch. So, I mean, I, I probably have seen it, but I've just been mesmerized. The boy, the man is handsome. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of that, have you ever uh, had your thetans measured? <laughs> I, I can't say that I have, no. Oh, interesting. You'll have to come in for a reading, Bill. Yeah, I'd love to. That sounds nice. 
<laughs> Do you use the same razor on your balls as you use on your face? Are you sick of cutting your dick and balls with razors that are either too sharp or too dull? Do you suffer from severe chafing or bad ball smell on a daily basis? Hi, Millie Bay is here to tell you that this episode of Hold My Popcorn is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their state-of-the-art trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the best body grooming razor on the market, but don't take my word for it. Instead, hear from some of our happiest customers. Gotta say, after I used the Lawnmower 4.0, I was amazed by how big my junk looked. I recently bought the Crop Preserver anti-chafing ball deodorant, and then I shoved my wife's face into my crotch. She said it's never smelled better, and she went back asking for seconds. These waterproof and wireless changing trimmers reduce the risk of ingrown hairs and grooming accidents, and millions of men have tried and tested these products with outstanding results. Once a month, I tuck my useless man parts in between my legs and dance to the song Goodbye Horses in front of my guests. This used to lead to a lot of razor burn and pain. But now with the Lawnmower 4.0, I find myself shaving even when it's just me and my dog Precious. Thank you, Manscaped. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer of 10% off your first order. But I'm not done. Call right now and receive an additional 10% off your order by using the promo code 20popcorn at checkout. That's a 20% off value absolutely free. So go to manscaped.com today and use the promo code 20popcorn at checkout. Operators are standing by. Fast forward nine years later, the present day of 1995 in the Monaco Mountains, where Bond is accompanied by a female shrink assigned to evaluate his mental state, where he races against this mysterious hottie in a Ferrari, which ends with the doctor losing her mind before getting banged and tossed in the trash by old Jimmy B. <laughs> so funny. Okay, few things here, right? First of all, that, that Aston Martin DB5, fantastic car, one of the best looking cars ever made, wonderful car of its time. That thing would have flown off a cliff if it was racing that Ferrari. There's absolutely no way that thing is keeping up with that fucking Ferrari. That's like state-of-the-art shit. The, the champagne, fucking, at least, would, would spill inside of the dashboard at minimum. Yeah. Second of all, probably the most, like, this is the most classic Bond, like, woman interaction since, like, Sean Connery, where he was just, like, this is literally in, like, puts this woman in danger against her, against her wishes. And then just like smashes his face into hers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Plows so, her and then just like leaves her on the side of the road. Fantastic. The, the, the first attempt I, I made at watching this movie four weeks ago, I watched this scene with Sam and she was, she was sitting here watching it like visibly kind of like you could tell she was irritated. And at the end of the seat, she was like, that's textbook sexual harassment. Like driving, that is like a, a, something you will find in psychological books at this point is like driving aggressively and dangerously when somebody is asking you to stop to manipulate them. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, it was not produced by Harvey Weinstein, too. Yeah. Shockingly. Yeah. Well, it was effective. So tell Sam to, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. butt out. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy. Also, this music in this scene, it's like there's so much like just like porno music playing in the beginning of this, but especially yeah. in this scene in particular, it took completely took me out of it. I was just like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> Which I have a little t- like a 10 second snippet right here for you guys to enjoy. Like, what was that? What was that band? Was it Power Supply? That awful 80s band? Just Windows, Casio, uh, default music. It's like, what the fuck is this? That's literally the music you see, like, two strung out, uh, two strung out porn actors, like, saying, would you like a pizza? (laughs) And the the woman says, I hope it has a big sausage on it. It's more of like two girls, one cup kind of music. Oh, no. <laughs> Max, no. what's that? What's that, Max? What is it? I don't know. It yeah, sounds wh- like this, though. <laughs> I don't really listen to the music in that. I'm too busy feverishly masturbating. It's the implication. <laughs> yeah. It's the implication. I will, I will say, though, I did get a, it did get a genuine laugh out of me when the, when the psycholog- uh, psychologist woman was like, I like a spirit to drive as next to the next woman and then sees James Bond checking out Xenia and is like, who's that? <laughs> and he goes, the next woman. I, I mean, yeah. such a dick. Such Fantastic. A dick that was funny. <laughs> yeah. The only thing they show is that like the first like five minutes of the scene, there's just nobody in the front seat with him because she's, then she just pops up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he only has one hand in the steering wheel because he is forcing the head down at the other. <laughs> All right, so then we find out that Bond has assigned the tail the Ferrari hottie, who we learn is a former Soviet helicopter pilot named Zenya Onatop. So we get the first real look at Bronson as Bond wearing a slick tuxedo and ordering a vodka martini shaken, not stirred. Zenya Onatop. Yeah. <laughs> that is Fantastic. an Austin Powers name. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so, a lot. I think, I think <laughs> that Austin Powers also kind of ruined some of this stuff for me because, like, it's this, this was as over the top as some of the jokes in Austin Powers. So, like, yeah. this made it, this made this movie mm-hmm. blur the line between, wait, are they being, is this a comedy or what's the goal here? Well, my, my, my one note that I have here is that Bond is just a Tommy gun of dick jokes. Like just constantly, just one after another, after another. Also, you know, like last week we were talking about like the tuxedo sizes for Daniel Craig with his like massive traps. Again, like we we're talking with the suits earlier. Did you notice how skinny Pierce Bronson's neck is in this? Like yes. he has a neck of a cancer patient. Yes. He looks like a, looks like, like Derek. A, <laughs> looks like a bobblehead. Especially with how big his hair was, big and puffy his hair was. His head looked massive on his yeah. little I'm, tiny body. I'm not going like to listen to this. He's a like fucking sexy in. man. Thank you, Tim. He needs to loosen up that 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 necktie, though. Jesus, <laughs> something. <laughs> anyway, so on the top, she kills this frumpy Canadian Air Force admiral. Who Tim would be playing in this movie? Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yes, that was Tim. That oh was Tim. <laughs> Literally, my note is I say it's I'm jumping for just a tad, but I said the dead guy falls out of the closet. We get a close up look at Tim's O face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that face is ridiculous. Giant, giant teeth. Yeah. All right, can we talk about the way she kills people? What, like, what is this? I don't right. I, I, she's strangling them by squeezing their abdomen with her thighs. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Is that a thing? Crushes them like a watermelon. Yeah. A lot of kegels. Yeah. <laughs> Not a thing, but I wish it was a thing. <laughs> Bill, I, th- I think she just fucks him to death. 
I mean, that I mean, would be that would be better. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Honestly, let's okay. Let's just be real. If you're gonna die, this isn't a bad way to die. <laughs> no, this is one of the better ways to die. Yeah, this is a great way to die. This woman's kind of being merciful. She, we can all agree, she is. She has a has an orgasm every time that she's doing that, right? Oh, like, every time um, she kills, yeah, violence. Yeah, she just yeah. like a, off a on wild it. orgasm, like it, which I've never seen, but I've never seen a female orgasm either. So, well, that's just it. That's just it. So, I mean, there it's you go. I get to if I die this way, I get at least I get to do that one time before I die. Yeah, that'd be worth yeah, it. You, you get to the pearly gates and you're like, "How'd you die?" And you're like, "Ah, oh, I got hit by a bus." It's like, huh. I went out giving a woman an orgasm. <laughs> the first woman in history getting an orgasm. It was me. I did it. And then I died. Zenya, I can't breathe. Oh my and God, was, I'm coming. That, I feel like this movie is happening to me again. <laughs> Damn, that was too close. That, that was, was really it. So <laughs> that face. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. I have to I okay, so my visceral reaction to these scenes, it this is the same um I have the same feeling about when Garbles is like plowing that chick from behind <laughs> and uh Yeah. I just like it's too it's too realistic because then you we all know that when we're fucking we just look like <laughs> just pathetic, pathetic pieces of shit. You know what I mean? Like we, and we think, we think we're fucking stroking, you know, we think, we're, <laughs> we think we have a stroke, like some like, you know, porn star. No, we look like this guy who's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crap, please. And that's, and that's oh. just when I'm doing missionary. <laughs> I, I can't breathe. <laughs> It's Abby is just like pulling away just the uh, the flowing fluid, Abby, all the sweat. <laughs> yeah. Abby's, Abby's looking up and saying, me either. <laughs> you really need to lift your arms up, Tim. <laughs> Use your upper body strength. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. On the top, though, then she, she then kills a couple of pilots. She hijacks this new tiger chopper all while Bond is... Uh, too late to stop her and he gets arrested. So can we talk about that? This guy is doing a debriefing to a highly secured military personnel that you have to have credentials to get on the ship. And there are people 20 feet away, just meandering by on canoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shockingly oh, unsecure God. because this yeah. girl got onto the ship and is just like, Hey boys. Oh, pop, pop, right. And <laughs> yep. then, and then fucking James Bond is just like, Almost gets into the helicopter by like just throwing his shoulder into people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like this is this is what happens when the French do like, you know, military stuff. It's like, Dude. Yeah, okay. The hey, Maginot line and this like oh, uh, sorry to sorry to digress, but I hate I love how this whole thing was like, oh, the French were pissed the Australians wanted a, an American submarine. It's like, what the fuck is a French submarine? It's a fucking poodle that you put a brick on. <laughs> Why the fuck would they want that? <laughs> I mean, I, I love too that the French are such pussies that literally their soldiers' physiques could be mistaken for that of a woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be mistaken for that of a woman, and they probably would have been like, "Wow, what a manly soldier we have!" <laughs> Great posture. Yeah. Thank God we don't allow women to our military. 
I agree. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. <laughs> so then we cut the Siberia. We're on a top and the general from the cold open who killed 006 arrive at the Space Weapons Control Center for a surprise inspection of the new satellite weapon system called GoldenEye. But it's a trap! And on top kills everyone in the facility, leaving a snail trail of jizz in her wake. And then as they activate the satellite, causing a massive EMP, you get a Mortal Kombat raiding like Zap across the land, killing everyone nearby, and also causing several more miniatures toys to explode. <laughs> Those are terrible, terrible special effects. I mean, like, especially for practical stuff, you know, they didn't try and go like CGI. That was... Pr- it was awful. You could yeah. absolutely 100% tell that those were like miniatures. Yeah, you could see like a 500 foot long Nike shoe in the background. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you could, yeah, well, Bill, with all due respect, I would beg to differ. One of my favorite parts of this scene was the CGI. Those CGI jets, the big space dick laser. So good. <laughs> good, good so point. good. I forgot about the space laser. Yeah. Did did Bezos base his uh his spaceship off of that laser? <laughs> it looks exactly the same. Yeah, it's it it's does. Li- yeah, it's it's totally a dick, Paco. <laughs> kind of a stubby dick at that, you know. Mm. Which Tim, why do you think I identified it as a dick so rapidly? <laughs> 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 Which I did have one note that I needed some feedback from you guys on. Um I said of course the password is knockers. And then I had a little bit of of introspective thinking and i thought to myself you guys am i boris <laughs> am am i this guy i don't know i don't think your your pen twirling game is as good as boris's it's clearly he practices that like 15 hours a day <laughs> you know that was, that was like annoying. a prerequisite for the for the, for the they said come in we're gonna let you audition show me your pen stuff <laughs> oh that's the only that's the only criteria for that character because he was he, the most annoying character in this whole movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, Alan Cummings isn't a bad actor either. It's again, just he's, he wasn't doing his best job of what he was working with in that, in that character. Yeah. Yep. No. Not good. No. Nah. All right. Well, speaking of, we're introduced to him, the corny computer programmer Boris played by Alan Cummings, as well as his too hot to be a mid nineties tech programmer, Natalia, who's able to escape from on a top unnoticed only to be set up by Boris and captured several minutes later. I, all right. So first of all, she, Zenya, this like psychopathic orgasms, every murder she has, like just sees the vent as that. And she's like, Oh, I'll just shoot the roof. All set. They're dead. I don't need to check. What would I need to <laughs> yeah. check for the body for? They're dead. I shot the roof. We're, yeah. we're all set. And then somehow Natalia escapes this like remote secret place. On sled dog with oh no Arctic gear. <laughs> Is that that's what we're all good with that? All right, sure. we're, we're we're right next to a super high tech, you know, weapons facility, and we're just fortunate for fortunately for Natalia, the chemist left his fucking Iditarod dog pack <laughs> to, to tied up to the hitching post outside to allow her to escape. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh boy, no oh boy. <laughs> There was some like Soviet penny pincher who was like, (laughs) saw the cost of this facility and they're like, well, we, we, we can't afford to have you trucks for you. Well, what, how are we going to get back and forth? We have to use sled dogs. (laughs) Dogs. Yeah. Dogs. They, they double as food. (laughs) 
And then we cut to London, where Bond meets with a newly appointed M, played by Judy Dench, who immediately shoves Bond into her locker, calling him a sexist, misogynistic dinosaur and a relic of the Cold War, before debriefing him on the GoldenEye attack and instructing Bond to investigate the link between the attack on a top and a mysterious Russian crime syndicate named Janus. All right. Big problem with this scene for me is like Judy Dench comes in and is kind of kind of badass. She's she's kind of cool in this. I, I enjoy her in the scene and they completely cut the legs out from under her in that the only two assumptions that we've seen her make is one, the helicopter wasn't important. Well, it turns out the helicopter <laughs> was important. And two, Goldeneye can't be real. Oops, Goldeneye is real. So like Gold, Judy, Judy Dench comes in here is kind of like big dick swinging and like, oh, I, but I also get everything wrong. So yeah. <laughs> folds her arms. <laughs> so take that, James. How you like that? Hmm? What I like, I like that she she comes at him and is, is basically like, listen, I can I can end you like I can. You're, you're just a, a piece of, uh, you know, a piece of military equipment to me. And then as he's leaving, she's like, but I kind of want to fuck you and don't die. <laughs> <laughs> you know? She's uh, where that, that uh, she's where that crazy Russian woman learned how to do the. uh the choke someone out with your legs thing. <laughs> That's that was Judy Dench, but the the actual actress, the woman, not the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Judy Dench taught her how to death come. <laughs> <laughs> it's called denching it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get some bend over. Let me dench you real quick. Like, give me some dench. dench. I'm going to dench the you shit up. out of you. <laughs> Let's get that big sticky dench. dench you up. <laughs> Hey, Bill, you having fun yet? I'm enjoying that. I, I like the dench. The dench is good. The dench stench, baby. So then Bond, he meets with Q, who gives Bond a laser wristwatch, a belt loaded with cable, and an exploding pen. The, the, the foot I missile guess. was fucking incredible. I love the hijinks oh in the Q lab. God. The foot missile was, was probably my best moment in the movie. So I never made it this far. They wheel this guy in. <laughs> But when do you practically use that in the field, right? Like, if you're a secret agent sneaking around, how are you going to use a, a cast missile? Yes. Excellent question, Derek. How are you secretly? It's not like it's not like a cast, like, dart, air dart that you just like, and nobody hears it. It's like it's like a fucking missile off of a, off of a goddamn airplane. You know, you're not secretly <laughs> launching that thing at anyone. Oh, that's an expendable agent. That's an agent that they were going to terminate anyways. And they're just like, all right, all right, Brian, shoot your cast, shoot your fucking cast missile off. And then he like turns around after he shoots and he's like, all right, let's get out of here. (laughs) You're the first, yeah, the first four uh, guys who tried it out, their foot just exploded. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Oh, shit. I forgot to make it detached from the foot. Before... Just prior to the phone booth whoopee cushion part. I I did um, that too. Did did you notice that Q, like when he's describing all the shit he's giving him, he's clearly reading off a cue card. Yeah. The motherfucker did not learn his lines at all. He's so old. He's so bad. At this point, he'd already been playing Q since 1963. Yeah. Jesus. And he played him for another like 10 years. He's played him until 99, until the last movie with uh, with Bronson. Yeah. 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 Does he carry him off set? Bronson in. (laughs) Bronson Arroyo. Also, I looked him up too. Desmond, his name's uh, Desmond Leland or Leyland Leland. God damn, I can't say any fucking names. Anyway, he was a um, a Nazi POW camp for five years. Damn, World shit, War II. Really? Yeah. So maybe that's why he just—he's not reading. He just can't look anybody in the eye. 
to say I wouldn't learn my lines either. <laughs> now, uh, Desmond, can you do that line again? I was at a Nazi POW camp for five years. No, <laughs> good enough. Line works. I think that was, a, that was a good take. Good take. Yep, I, I think it was great. I, li- I especially liked when you weren't looking at anybody. <laughs> <laughs> The joke with the sandwich landed. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Don't touch Don't that. Don't touch that. My lunch. It's my lunch. Looks like a looked like a nice sandwich too. Yeah, it did look like. Yeah, I was hungry watching that scene too. That was kind of what I said. I was like, man, I haven't had like a real good like sub like that in a while. <laughs> and by that I meant since lunch. <laughs> <laughs> At least two hours. Yeah. <laughs> So then in St. Petersburg, Bond is introduced to the brash CIA agent Jack Wade, who sets up a meeting between Bond and a former KGB agent turned gangster, Valentin Zukovsky. I'm going to fuck wow, that up. I think you actually got that one right. Eh, well, I'm going to call him Hagrid for now on because it's played by Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> so he's Hagrid. So can we also talk about that any man who gets a, who is married to a woman and has the need to get a tattoo of that woman, there's no chance that woman's name is Muffy. <laughs> and if it is Muffy, I don't want to know her. That, mm-mm, 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 well, mm-mm. I can understand. I guess my point is that if you are with a woman named Muffy and she's, she wants you to get a tattoo, I can understand moving to Russia <laughs> <laughs> to get away from her. <laughs> Also, can we talk about how Minnie Driver was the fucking, the singer on that, uh, yeah, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah I think yep. this is before she had done anything. I mean, it's like two years before Goodwill Hunting. Yep. And she's also like an actual singer too. So, I mean, she was like purposely singing like shit in that scene. Yeah. yeah. Nothing turns me on like Russian cowgirls. Russian cowgirls with humongous heads. <laughs> it works. The family guy's nine hat. The family guy joke. Yeah. Yes. That like his, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is it in the scene? Like they can't even, they can't even shoot the whole scene with her head. Yeah. They can't <laughs> even frame the whole, her in. Yeah. Yeah. They can't frame her. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so Hagrid, he's initially a little upset with Bond as we learned because James fucked his girlfriend and then also shot him, giving him a permanent limp. But then he agrees to set up a meeting with the leader of Janus after he's bribed with money and explosives and we also learned that the leader of Janus is a son of Soviet traitors who collaborated with the Nazis and they are given refuge by uh, England only to be deported back to the USSR and executed by Stalin. Who wasn't executed by Stalin? Yeah, right? <laughs> For real. Nerds. Um, Stalin even executed himself. <laughs> we, so we get a lot of like a lot of explanation, a lot of exposition or whatever in, the, in this scene. Um, can, can I ask you, was... When he actually gets the meeting with Janice, did Valentine have any role in that? Because he got in a fight with Xenia in the bathhouse and then kind of kidnapped her and t- had her take him to her, her take him to him. Yeah, it was kind of like right. a throwaway. Yeah. yeah. Or or Xenia was the person he was going to be meeting with for the intro, and then he didn't know that they no. already had history. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. All right. All right. Because... Earlier, Bond just said it, who is like, didn't he just announce his name like just at that casino or whatever? He's just like, yeah, fuck it. My name's James Bond. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Cover. yeah. Yeah. Well, Which I mean, might we're be mixing that up with, yeah, whatever. Anyway. We're, we're papering over the most important part of this scene, and that's a good, healthy dose of domestic violence. <laughs> with the or as I called flight? it, yeah, MMA sex. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll tell you what, it definitely revved my engine. It's the yells. 
Yeah. She's really selling it. Yeah. It definitely revved my engine, you know? Yeah. I'm going to have to like maybe see if Abby wants to, you know, try it out. <laughs> Can I throw you on some just super hot rocks? <laughs> Tim, you are no, no, not I, you are not up for that kind of athletics. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. I want Abby to do most of the work. <laughs> so you want Abby Which, to just kind of throw herself around the room and screaming? Yeah, I guess. I guess this isn't really gonna work out, is it? <laughs> Tim needs to install. Tim needs to install a pulley system in order to make this happen. <laughs> Abby ends up just floating around the room like a ghost. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so hot. Scream louder. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, what happens? Then, yeah, she uh, she takes them to the meeting spot, and then Bond just, like, shooter chops are unconscious in, in the car. Dude, that was the best. I thought we were. I thought the domestic violence was in the rear view. Not yeah. so fast. It literally was in the rear view, though, because we see it through a mirror. Cheeto chop. Cheeto trip. Honestly... <laughs> The first Austin Powers is essentially just this movie. Yeah, it <laughs> really is. is. It is. I mean, Austin Powers came out the next year. I think that Mike Myers watched this movie and he's like, oh, I already got it. I'll, I'll just yeah. take the script. There exactly. you go. I can do Perfect. that. Yeah. Much better, too. Yeah, so Bond, he's walking around the Soviet statue graveyard when, oh my God, 006 is alive and he's the leader of Janus and he looks like Two-Face. <laughs> Whoever would have thought that Sean Bean would end up being the villain in this movie? Unbelievable. <laughs> really did not see that coming. It's only the second movie we've done on the podcast where Sean Bean's a villain. I like how, I don't really like Sean Bean's, like, I don't understand this. James thought Sean Bean got shot in the head. Right. And then Sean Bean's like, you only gave me three minutes. No, I didn't give you any time because I thought you were shot in the head. <laughs> you are not even, you are not in the calculation. <laughs> What a recovery. What Once a recovery. Because you were shot in the head. <laughs> yeah, thank God only half of my face got burned and nothing else. Right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, dude, you so got out of there pretty good shape. <laughs> no yeah, shit. No shit. Get that skin graft back on. You'll be good. How did he not die from the falling cascade avalanche of barrels? You know, speaking of which, that that should have just like 13,000 pounds of metal falling on him probably should have done him in. It's because Sean Bean can can survive any kind of fall. That's why, Bill. That's what we'll see later. Yeah. God. All right. So after a little monologuing, Bond is shot with a dart of the neck where he wakes up next to uh, or behind or he wakes up in front of Natalia. Who's screaming in the back seat of the stolen chopper, but Bond's able to hit the eject button right before the chopper explodes. It's just My- it's so absurd. It's so absurd. <laughs> why does why did they need to shoot him with a dart and put him in a helicopter that's gonna shoot itself? Just fucking shoot him with a gun. Shoot him with a gun, guys, and then you can put him in the same goddamn helicopter, have the same rigmarole that makes it look like he stole it. Fine. Not a terrible plan. But just have him dead when you put him in the helicopter already. Awesome powers again. Yeah, I have a gun in my room. I go upstairs. I bring it down. I shoot him in the head. It's done. <laughs> Scott, okay, you just you just said it. Idiot, Scott. Yeah. My I'd, my my first note there was what a miserable sounding woman. This is the one he should have beaten. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Waking up to waking up to complaints like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, honey, we're not gonna work out. All right. <laughs> But like I, my other thing too is why did I don't think military equipment has like self-destruct buttons. Like I this think, whole 
they had it like self locked on itself for some weird reason. Like the oh, missile okay. shot out and then it like came back and it was going to shoot and ex- like blow up the, it, again, can, it just fucking you, shoot the guy. You guys have guns. Can you do right. that? Can you make a missile do like a U-turn and come back to the <laughs> ship that, that fired it? I don't know. Well, clearly, I don't know. It I don't in this know, movie. But yes. And, <laughs> yeah, you can Bill. And then, and then apparently the eject button is in within reach of where your head can just wobble and hit it. Seems like a probably a problem problematic area to put it in a helicopter that could experience turbulence or something. I don't know. And and why was the woman fully clothed? You know? Also, huge plot hole. Yeah. What the what what's going on here? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> At least have her in her brown panties. So they get captured immediately and they're interrogated by the Russian defense secretary where Natalia tells them that Boris is working with the bad general who now has access to a second golden eye. And then he just arrives on cue, killing the secretary and kidnapping Natalia after she falls through some sort of unexplained hatch door in the archive room. How do you let the guy that literally you just were told committed a, a severe war crime? You let him pick up a pistol that is right in front of you. In right. this, what yep. the fuck? Yep. Also, why did the general throw the gun back at Bond? I don't know. That whole sequence is flabbergasting. <laughs> like, what? It's so funny. It's just like, he throws the gun at Bond. I'm like, oh, is he like a good guy or something? And he's like, you killed him and this is going to be the plan. It's like, Bond could just be like, okay, cool. And then just like shoot the general right there and then. Right. Well, because like, I don't think in Russia... Like I was just saying, I don't think in Russia that they're really all that concerned about, like, crime scene evidence and fingerprints. Right. You know? <laughs> or proof of anything. Yeah. <laughs> Ballistics. I don't think they really care about those things. Logic. So, yeah. 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 Whatever. Especially when it comes to a British spy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? It, I don't you're going back, sir. I, I don't think you really have to explain why you're holding the gun. You just say, that guy's dead with his gun, and here he is right here. Done. He's also dead. Yeah. Also, I'm a general. Right. Yes. <laughs> and some drunk soldier's going to be like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> also, I do love uh, Pierce Bronson's duck face whenever he fires his gun. Do you guys notice that? Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't hear it over the, or couldn't see it over the volume of the incredibly awesome bullet ricochet sounds. Oh. So oh my God. Ricocheting off of, uh, like, it, it, it's not like it's like solid metal. Like, this is like, you know, the, it's got like hole, it's like wire fence, you know, there's holes all through yeah. it. Why is yeah, it ricocheting off of everything? It's a great, yeah. It doesn't make any it's sense. It's ricochets from like, from like spaghetti western sounds. Yeah. Like, those are yeah. like spaghetti western ricochets. And then he uses his tensile strength belt to do like a, a Spider Man swing through, <laughs> I, I don't know, like a window or something. I mean, fucking. I don't know. Good time. And he clearly lands on top of a first pad. <laughs> yeah. He lands on top of a big padded mat. And then you cut to the next scene. It's like, oh, no, that's the, the canvas top of a Jeep. No, no. that's not, that, not going to work. <laughs> Fuck you. That's what yeah. it is. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> this is bullshit. Literally, as I turned it off, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. We're canceling this week. <laughs> Oh, there are multiple points where I like pause the movie. It's like, what? <laughs> An hour and twenty minutes left. Yes, oh, I can't do this. Yes, yes. I can't. Do this. this took me two weeks to watch, pretty much, and I, I got it done in the last two days. 
we're not over exaggerating when I said that it, like this has been five weeks in the making. Yeah. Like we oh like, literally God. canceled this this episode every single week for like a month. Yeah, for sure. Fuck. With no and objections most, by anybody. Yeah, and most of the time it really there were really no conflicts. We were all just like, <laughs> we don't want to do it. I've got twenty minutes left in this movie, and I just don't have it in me. Nah, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> That's cool. Yep, so then we got this scene. So Bond, he then steals a tank and chases after Natalia, where he plows through countless city blocks before he somehow sneaks away, undetected, to this train yard. Well, and the fact that through this whole thing, no, like none of the civilians are losing their shit about a tank driving down a public fucking street. Right. That's mm-hmm. all I need yes. to know about ever fucking visiting Russia. <laughs> ever. I am good, man. Like, that I mean, all this chaos has had been sure, but everybody's just meandering normally along the street side. Whatever. Yeah, the, la- the lady with the baby carriage, she just keeps on going across the street. She's like, oh, yeah, they'll stop. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Fuck it. Their the only, fuck? Their only thing is, oh, I, th- I thought tank fights were on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is what democracy is like? Yeah. <laughs> and there was like two cops that responded to this tank battle. And then, like I said, he just like fucking tank tiptoed his way through the city <laughs> to the train station and was like, mm, I'm going to sneak up and figure out where they're going. Dude, you're in a tank. They would have turned around and been like, there he is. Hey, in there's, a tank. there's a tank. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Or, or, you could be blind. Just turn your ear to the street. Be like, I think the sound's coming from that way. It sounds yeah. like a tank <laughs> is coming that way. Yeah. <laughs> Bond, which, and Bond which, just like ducks down in. You'll never see me. <laughs> it's like a two-year-old. Which, Tim, I've, I had something I wanted to address with you here because I, I obviously missed a lot of shows. And I, at least the shows I've been on, that is the first hood ornament kill I've ever seen. The, the big moose or whatever it was on top of the tank that falls on the two yep. police cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but what kind of percentage would you give that? <laughs> that's a low percentage kill because that's a pretty intricate kill. Yeah, I mean, you, there's some choreography involved in that. But I mean, as far as like if you pull it off. I'm going to say 90% of the time that works every time. (laughs) So people at home, it's a low percentage. 90% of the time it works every time. (laughs) Yeah. That's some, that's, that's some indisputable math right there. folks. (laughs) Um, I also love when they say like, there's a point where the bad general guy is like, use the papa. That's what it's for. And then, Immediately, they cut to him just like ramming people with it, including what is supposed to be like a concrete pillar, just like folds over like foam. It's like it's like it's <laughs> just like it is. it's like a balloon, and like they they hit it with. But I'm like, oh, well, that looked stupid. They probably should have edited that out. Uh, <laughs> My inflatable <laughs> columns, no. And apparently, <laughs> Russian Russian tanks are completely indestructible to the point where they can just drive through entire buildings without any yes. kind of problem until they hit a Ukrainian farm. And then that's kind of the end of them. Well, and then you've got the soldiers on top of all that shit. They're firing their AK-47s at this tank that has just driven through a fucking house. Like, what? Let's be real. Derek touched on this at the beginning. Russia's military strategy has never been about competence. It's purely been about numbers thrown at a problem. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's how they play risk. <laughs> yep. Also, just from last week to this week. <laughs> so Daniel Craig's Bond, he 
kills a terrorist and then he shoots a da- like a gas tank to escape and he gets like fucking chewed up by M. And then in this, Bond is using like a kill dozer, just plowing through like countless offices and like apartments. He probably killed like 500 people. Oh, <laughs> zero easily. repercussions to what he did. Again, like we said earlier, he's a secret agent with his head sticking out of a tank just shooting people. It would be not just like for, forget. Let's just give Bond the deaths of civilians. Who cares about Russian civilians? They're they're you know he kills like he we watch him kill hundreds of Russian soldiers. That is a very big international incident. You can't just go around like murdering platoons of people, but like and be like, well, I'm I'm undercover, so you know I get you know diplomatic immunity. Thanks. Well, I think realistically he could put it on them because for every. One shot that James Bond takes in this movie, there are countless Russian sh- Russian soldiers shooting thousands of rounds at him. <laughs> That's true, thousands, and he never <laughs> once gets hit. But it, it, they've got you know you got twenty guys lined up with AKs. Bond's got his Walther PPK, just dances around a column, just pew, pew. kills like eight people with one yeah, shot. Yeah, takes out an yeah. entire battalion. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They just slip on the ice and just like all of them just break their necks all in a row like fucking dominoes. Right. No, they're like all these troops are like the um, like Will Ferrell and Jane Silent Bob strike back when Will Ferrell's like shooting a gun. And he's just like doing this, just like <laughs> clinking and tossing his head left and right, just whipping it back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So then we have the most Soviet looking train ever that also serves as Alex's evil lair. To which he tells Natalia that he and James used to run train on all the same girls before Harvey Weinsteining this poor woman. But Bond is able to derail the bad guys with his tank, killing the bad general right as Alec and Onatop escape via chopper, leading to the good guys escaping in the nick of time with the help of Q's laser watch. Then they make out. Honestly, this is, we now know the reason why uh, 006 is so pissed off. He did not share women with James Bond. It was basically like these women and James Bond like burst into the room like Archer, like Archer from the show. Archer was like, what's up, 006? I'm going to plow your mom. Like, plow him right over the top of him. You know what I mean? I wrote down that line because it was, I mean, just so unsettling. It says, you, you know, James and I shared everything. And I mean, everything. Oof. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. do you think the the question can be posed? Did they, they obviously they shared a lot of holes? Did they share each other's? Oh no, I the vibe of so. it was the vibe of it certainly indicated. <laughs> Bill, let's let's have you dive in here. No, no, thank you, no, thank you. I I have to. I mean, yeah, I I think so. It seems like uh, it seems like there was some a little more than just like you portrayed my country kind of stuff going on there. So. Some yeah. long, cold missions in Russia together. Is is yeah. ramming a tank with a train a good strategy? In this uh, movie, yes. Yeah, yeah. Ram it! <laughs> really? Well, Are you sure about that? Is that a good idea? Things seems pretty indestructible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, so Natalia, she's also able to track Boris's location to Cuba, where they're shot down by an underwater missile, and they crash land in the jungle before passing out. A little bit before that. Okay, good. Oh, I was going to say, I was kind of going to address it. I was like, but I do love how she's like, I'll make the travel arrangements. And then they're just like, it seems like they, they took like a two week vacation just yeah. fucking before, <laughs> yeah. you know, she, she had enough time to get a bikini. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I'm glad she did. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, 
the world's almost got to, you know, this, we're trying to prevent like the end of the world. He's like, well, let me just get a bikini first. Just hang out on this like beach bungalow area yeah. for a while. Why not? Beautiful and sunset. She tries, she tries to be like, oh, you and your men, you men, you just don't, you know, you're a hammer and they think everything's a nail. Just <laughs> 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 like smashes faces again. She can't wrote, help it. Yeah. I wrote that down. Force makeup that turns to sex because James Bond doesn't take no for an answer. <laughs> it's only sexual harassment if you're ugly in the James Bond, uh, James Bond universe. And the real world too. <laughs> It's only sexual harassment if you tell on me. Hey, it's sexual harassment with me. I'm ugly. That's all I'm saying. But all I'm saying, you know what I want to know what? Do you know a girl who like if Brad Pitt came into him and like just started making out with him, they wouldn't be like, ooh. <laughs> Fuck you. you know? There's a double a, standard. There's an old SNL sketch or uh, skit with uh, Tom Brady and it's yeah. like a yeah. sexual harassment video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. This is Tom Brady walks. He just doesn't have it. He just has tidy whities on and like a work shirt and he just like goes up. He's like, hey, Kate, and just like grabs her tit and walks away. She's like, oh, right. Tom. And right. then Fern Armisen just like turns his chair over and looks at her and she just calls HR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, where are we at? I think Let's we meet see. Wade. We're meeting Wade right now, right? Wade? Yeah. yeah, the, Winnie, the, the, yeah. The, the, the CIA guy flies them the yeah. plane. The, cautionary, the yeah. cautionary tale about the about what every other country thinks about America, which is a fucking thousand percent correct. Uh-huh. <laughs> Elaborate, please. I, I watched this scene like a month ago. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Wade's like this is like redneck. Hey, Jimbo, how's it going, buddy? Yeah. Here's some booze. You know what? You mind if I take your car for a spin? <laughs> How about that pussy you got with you? I can take that for a spin too. <laughs> I mean, that's that's literally what every other country thinks the re- entire United States is, and they're fucking right. I just yeah, I was gonna say, love, are, are we not that? Yeah, I think exactly. <laughs> I love that he I like was wrong. That's why I was confused. He's he's confused or he's concerned about Natalia's presence there. He's like, have you checked her out? And Bond's only response <laughs> is head to toe, and Jack Jack Wade's just like. All right, good enough for me. Good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> good enough for me. Like, I'm only CIA. Yeah, Matt, he's like Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Here's a $3 million plane. Yeah. <laughs> also, you guys notice the miniature plane when it gets shot? There's nobody in the plane and it's not moving. <laughs> I didn't see off. that. Oh my God. It's like straight out of like 1960. <laughs> all right. So Bond, he, uh, he wakes up right after... Uh, or right as on a top propels herself out of a chopper, drop kicking Bond to the ground, and then she begins to dry hump on the death. Mm-hmm. And then Bond, or, Tim's just fucking licking his lips. <laughs> but then Bond, he rehooks her restraints to the chopper, killing the pilot, which then leads on top, getting railed into a tree, killing her in seconds. She so, always did enjoy a good squeeze. Was was she was she giving him a, a like a, a deadly titty twister? That's what it, it really looked like in that scene. It seemed scene. like it. Yeah, it seemed like it. I'm going to rip your nipples off. <laughs> and, 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 and Pierce Brosnan's face was actually pretty spot on for if that it was, was happening. It's like, ah! <laughs> 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 I don't like it! My double I mean, titties! Yeah, it was, it was halfway between pain and coming, <laughs> which I think is exactly what that whole thing was. He's being killed, apparently. I still don't understand the physics of this, but okay, he's being killed by legs around his waist. 
and he's he's dying. That's it. And like he doesn't know how to get out of it. And then all of a sudden he's got an AK-47 in his hand. I don't know where that fucking came from, but it's now in right. his hands. And he's able to shoot at the helicopter that's like fucking, you know, 100 feet away and kills the pilot. Is that what happened, Max? Because I didn't understand yes. why, why the helicopter all of a sudden started flying away. Yeah, he shot the pilot. I don't know where he got the gun, though. Okay. Good times. It was great. I guess there's just stray guns hanging out in Cuba in the jungle. <laughs> I believe it. That seems realistic. Yeah. I, I had another another pun here though was after she died would uh, just the awesome powers of just them like shaking their head like no nah, it's not good enough just, <laughs> I guess she finally got some good wood <laughs> you know. looks like looks like she went out on top <laughs> All right, that's good enough let's yeah go. that's good enough <laughs> okay. All right, so then we see the phallic golden eye rising out of the water with the bad guys planning to break into the Bank of London right before they launch an EMP blast to London, which will erase all the uh, electronic records. What a fucking awful, like, this is his elaborate plan this whole time, is he's just going to steal money and then kind of wipe out Britain's, like, electrical records. Yeah, awful. what a nerd, dude. What a nerd. Sucks. It's so anti Like, I was really hoping for, like, a, I'm going to I'm gonna wipe out their nuclear power plant and it's going to blow up or something. You know, like, give me something. Yeah. This is fu- this fucking pathetic. The codes. Yeah. Right. It's like, this is 1995. You know they still have everything in, like, just in files and paper still. And they also probably have backup files right, somewhere. Exactly. Like, they have floppy disks. They're going to be able to just get right back and run in the next day. Yeah. So you're going to wipe out their computers? I know. Isn't it, isn't it sinister? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> kind of gay. Great <laughs> <laughs> Bond said that. Yeah. He just has like a sour look on his face. He's like, yeah. it's kind of gay. Wow. <laughs> I killed a lot of people to stop this. I kind of feel bad for them now. And then, he, and then Sean Bean turns around to this henchman. And he's like, hey, do you guys think this is gay? And they're all kind of like... <laughs> They all kind of like kick. They all kind of like looking at the floor and like kicking. God damn. I said I didn't want you're, a bunch of yes men. You're gay. Yeah. <laughs> so in order for Natalia to hack into the computer program, Bond distracts the henchmen and plants a bunch of mines on the fuel tanks before getting captured. But the ex 00 agent Alex sees right through this and quickly disarms the bombs. But then stupid old Boris with his OCD clicking pens just picks up the grenade pen activates a bomb causing a huge explosion all right oh, I'm, sorry. By I, I'm sorry to do this but I, I it's when now that we're back with boris again i'm reminded of something that i have to ask about from from earlier um how is the riddle of you sit on it but you can't take it with you how does it make sense where the answer is chair because when you can move a chair you can take yep. a chair anywhere you fucking want and also mm-hmm. how was that difficult I just, I don't well, understand. Like, I was really like, chair is the answer? Well, right. Well, the third point being that, you know, his other joke, you, you, they lead you to believe that, like, it's going to be something, like, grossly over-sexualized, right? That the first, the answer to the first riddle was knockers. Talking about tits and also, like, a door knocker. Right. And they're like, <laughs> she, I love that she was trying everything. She was trying, like, literally, if you read the screen, it said arse. Instead of ass, <laughs> which how British can you get? Um, but yeah, that, that I, and Bond all of a sudden just looks over chair, chair. Oh shit. Yeah. You got it. Cause obviously you, know? you can't move a chair. Chair can't go with right, you. That's right. impossible. Yeah. Well, yeah, usually get- you don't sit in chairs when you're going from point A to point B in transportation either. <laughs> Makes no sense. I hate to do this to you, Bill. It, 
It wasn't Cher. That was their accent. It was Cher. Um, the recording artist. Cher, the recording artist. Yeah. Because of the and, British accents. Yeah. And gotcha. um, let's be realistic. The only answer to that riddle is my face. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the next, the, like the next, like uh, oh. riddle would just be like you can click it and you can write with it, but you can't erase it. A, a pen, a pen. It's like, how the <laughs> fuck did you figure that out? It's like you're you're holding one you, right now. You just described a pen, so I said pen. Like, what? You're smarter than I thought, Natalia. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, yeah. I do love in that scene. It was I, I watched this like an hour ago, so I'm uh, up to date on this. Where, uh, where, where Boris says like, Ugh, she's like a second tier programmer. All she controls is the guidance system. Oh, kind of seems like an important thing to know about. Like she could really mess right. with the, the satellite if she can screw with the guidance. Oh, she screwed with the guidance and it's going to crash. Seems like a problem, <laughs> Boris. I mean, I was thinking the same thing too. I'm like, what is more important on a satellite than the guidance system? <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially one that has a weapon attached to it. Yeah. That's like being like, oh, well, she's a second, she's a second tier engineer. All she could design this plane to the wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of important. <laughs> also, Boris would have been able to get through all these codes a lot faster if he was actually typing with two hands instead of just clicking a pen with one the entire time. Who the fuck types with one hand? Lunatics. Nine drunk five. Russians. Not programmers. Drunk, yeah, maybe drunk programmers. From drunk, Russia. drunk Russians. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. I, I loved I loved after the explosion went off. Oh, we're not God there. damn it. Uh, you just said the explosion went off. We are there. Go, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Um, a long day, don't, don't you try me, Max. But um but I love I love after the explosion. Key. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is this what it feels like, guys? Is this what it feels like <laughs> to get interrupted? <laughs> No, I, I love after the explosion went off, like you get just a whole gaggle of phenomenal death screams. Just great fucking death screams. Will have awesome. screams all over. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like they must have had the uh the soundtrack from like the sixties James Bond in this. With all like the ricochets and the death screams and the planes and shit. Yeah. I was thinking that too. I'm like, is this just like like an homage to the older movies. Like, are people actually enjoying this right now by hearing these sound effects? Is this like a Connery thing? Maybe. I bet they are. I bet they were back then. Yeah. You know, and like there's this, we've talked about it before too, with like the Batman stuff. They're like people like that kind of generation of stuff, like things like this weren't supposed to be very serious and it was okay for them to be kind of silly and goofy. Maybe this wasn't catering to like 13 year olds. Maybe it was catering to like 50 and 60 year olds that were remembering the, Mm. the old bonds. I bet it was. Yeah. I bet if we get a touchstone to the older movies, we would we would enjoy this more, but we don't. We don't like yeah. the older movies and this The only part of the older movies I like is that movie where Roger Moore dumps that guy in a wheelchair into a smoke <laughs> <laughs> So we then get the final boss fight on top of the Golden Eye Tower with uh, a Pierce Bronson stunt double running away from constant gunfire, eventually leading the Bond, dropping Alec from about 5,000 feet to his non-death. <laughs> then Bond jumps onto a chopper right as the Golden Eye explodes and falls on a screaming Alec, presumably killing him for real this time. Maybe. <laughs> 
Again, this yeah. is uh, this is like Will Ferrell's character in Austin Powers. <laughs> he just can't die. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I am not dead, but I am in a great amount of pain. (laughs) Very badly burnt. (laughs) I'm sorry, Uh, can you please help me? You shot me! You shot me! (laughs) (laughs) Several more gunfires. Why would you shoot me in the arm? (laughs) Uh, All I could think about during that fight where they were in that, that little tight room was the hand-to-hand combat between Tommy Lee Jones and Steven Seagal in Under Siege. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was so badly choreographed, but uh, so enjoyable at the same time. And then you follow that up with a dope-ass ladder battle. (laughs) I'd run that down, though. It's like two 150-pound men fighting each other. Yeah. The the power slide on the the ladder was, I would say, maybe the only cool part of that fight for me. That was kind of cool. Yeah, but everyone yeah. knows featherweight boxing is the best. <laughs> <laughs> they never fall down. It's awesome. <laughs> Great did you see the homage too. to uh, to Charles Manson on uh, on Sean Bean's forehead? He had the little cross, you know. I like that swastika. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, you know, same thing, yeah, right? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's been fun, guys. <laughs> Two and a half years. <laughs> also, I I even remember I'm like my first viewing of this movie when I was like seven years old. Just just me like rolling my eyes when Sean Bean didn't die from that fall. Just like what the fuck? Well, you like right, he hit. Fuck out of here. They make you think he's dead too, but he wakes. He somehow wakes up from the dead for the the the, the rest of the satellite to fall on him. Yeah, I don't know why That's we needed so that. Stupid. Yeah, that was definitely just a producer note. You're like, well, we don't know if he's dead or not. It's like, I mean, he, he fell from like three miles in the sky. I think he's dead. <laughs> right. Well, it felt like if someone should have come back, it should have been Famke Jansen, the, the, whatever her, yeah. her role was. Um, on a top. I forget. Yeah. On a top. It felt like she should have been the one to come back. Right. Like she kind of got squeezed to death and this guy falls from fucking 500 miles in the air. But it would be as believable as if Dave Chappelle fell from the plane in con air and survived that. <laughs> I mean Kobe Bryant. Oh no! Yikes. Oh boy! Ooh. What? Ooh. Yikes! <laughs> what? Yikes. what? The fuck did I say? <laughs> okay, well, the wrap up the movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> Boris, he gets uh, smashed with a bunch of liquid nitrogen in a scene. I'm ass- I'm assuming it's just you know made for laughs. And then uh, to wrap it up, Bond is about to enter Natalia. But he's cocked blocked by Jack Wade and about a hundred Marines as the movie ends with the good guys flying away to safety. That's not how this movie would have ended. He would have bedded her in front of those Marines. And yeah. he'd be like, mm-hmm. you boys, you boys ready for a show? <laughs> this one's for the and, queen. And, yeah. And then potentially passed her around. <laughs> potentially. If we're being honest. Yeah. I mean at all I can yeah, think about- Tomino, so probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's yeah, that's <laughs> If they're going to Guantanamo, uh, an orgy with a hundred Marines is the least she has to worry about. Right <laughs> yeah. As a Russian, it cannot be a good thing to hear somebody say, all right, let's go to Guantanamo. <laughs> oh, yippee. Oh, no. yeah. What did you do? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I worked for a, uh, a secret nuclear weapon program in Russia, but uh, I helped you guys, right? Yeah. You helped the British. We'll see how far yeah. that carries you. Yeah. yeah. Get in the right. fuck chamber. 
ghost We're of Harry Truman's in there. Have you first. <laughs> no, kid, I, I thought that death, just to go back to it, that death by Boris, all I could think about in that moment was how badly I wanted a fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger Mr. Freeze bun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys think it was possible for me to mention Batman and Robin more than once on this <laughs> podcast? I didn't, I didn't think it was going to happen at all. I'm not surprised. I just spent You're a, welcome. I, I spent a long weekend with Derek in Kentucky. I'm not surprised about anything. Hey, no. Wait a minute. Now I have a question. Who the hell, why, who is Oddjob in the, in the N64 game from this movie? He's just from the other, like, there's a lot of villains yeah, from other movies. Like, that are Jaws in wasn't in. Oh, Jaws is in that. Yeah. yeah, all right, all right, fair enough. Gotcha. <laughs> and I, I like the, Mac, the fact that Max says he spent a long weekend with me when he spent Friday, Saturday, and we left on Sunday. That's a, that's that's a, a long, long that's weekend. That's a long weekend with Derek. <laughs> that's a very long, uninterrupted weekend with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, and the funny thing is, is that weekend I also got passed around like like this lady did to the Marines. <laughs> As is tradition. Yep. yep. I'm, I'm taking dumps that resemble tuna cans now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pen suspenser. <laughs> just kind of falls out of me. All right, well, I would say time for trivia, but I didn't write any down, so fuck it. Fuck trivia. Well, you probably didn't because I'm on the podcast and we're less than two hours right now. We could stretch this thing out if we need to. <laughs> Are you impressed by how much I just would just jam into one little segment there, Derek? Oh, yeah. That's going over every little piece of information. That first section, I was like, oh, shit. I've been off more than I can true here. Derek's just shaking his head. He's like, no, wait. You missed so many things I need to go back on. (laughs) There's three pages worth of notes there. I have enough trouble keeping up normally. And it's just like, what the fuck? Where are we in this movie? You're saying way too much. This is literally a three-minute scene. I don't get to talk enough anymore. <laughs> All right, time for the box office game. How much does this movie cost? How much did it make? Ugh. Oh, this is new. Ugh. Honestly, by the by the, the the effects, I think this movie costs like eight dollars, <laughs> and it's a James Bond movie, so it probably made two hundred fifty million dollars. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like it, it's probably it's probably like I don't know. I'm gonna put this at like seventy five million dollars, and it made. Two hundred million dollars. I'll I'll guess. Oof, I don't even have a point of reference here because this is the first time I played this game. Um, hundred twenty-five million and made two seventy-five. So it cost sixty million, mm-hmm. and it made three hundred fifty-six million. Oh, Holy my shit! God. Big hit. God. Jesus, that's, that's crazy. A hit. Very. I guess it was like marketed crazy too. Back then, oh, I mean, sure. also, you know, it's been like six years since they've been a Bond movie, so a lot of, lot of hype. I think every VHS tape I bought in like the mid '90s had an ad for this. Like, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. fucking know. everywhere. Yeah, yep. So, United States, it premiered on November seventeenth of '95 to a weekend opening of twenty-six million, which was number one at the box office. Any guess who was number two that weekend? What? Ooh. Sorry, what? Twist. Twister. I was gonna say Twister. I was gonna say Twister. No. I think that's around the same time. What again? 95. 95. Toy Story. It was around. Close. So Toy Story came out the next week, which bumped it out of the number one spot. The number two that week was Ace Ventura. Oh. Nature Calls. (laughs) Nice. Oh, Ace Ventura 2. Right? Isn't that 2? No. That's 1. I forgot the title. The second one is. Pet Detective. No, Pet Detective is 1. Ace Ventura. 
Yeah. Nature calls. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. So then uh, box, uh, box office mojo is wrong then because 95 was like the big year for Jim Carrey because he did, or was it 94? I don't fucking know. Actually, no, it is. Yeah, it is the second one. Okay. Nice job, Derek. You got him. Yeah. It's you, amazing what I can do All right, Derek, this is your podcast now. You can, uh, you can wrap it up. <laughs> You've now you've oh, dethroned Max. Been overthrown, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nature calls the second one. Yeah. Anywho, okay. Next question: Who's your favorite and least favorite in this? Well, I gotta say, my favorite character is easily gonna be uh, Admiral Chuck Farrell, um, the the guy who dies, the Tim version who the dies Tim's by Zenya, <laughs> uh, the first Zenya death that we get by what, what was what did we call it? Was a denching? Um, yeah, <laughs> denching. Um, in a good old ditching. Can can Zenia, I just point out? Oh, I can't breathe. His, the 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 actor's name is Billy J. Mitchell, and the picture of his face when he died, like when he falls out of the closet, that is his IMDb. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. Um. I'm gonna say my my least favorite was was Alec, Sean Bean. It's just he's 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 not a good villain. It's not a good twist that he comes back. His plan sucks. I don't I don't like. He, he, I like Sean Bean. <laughs> this is just not good. <laughs> that picture. Yep. <laughs> this one's also not really not that much better. <laughs> oh, oh no. Uh, let me go back. To, let me say that again, Max. Okay, hold on. I gotta find it. <laughs> hold on. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that is a happy man. That is a happy dead man. <laughs> the guy is also. If you, pan, if you pan down, though, you get to, you get the real show. You know? The, the, that's just that's mid, mid <laughs> the, the actor is actually dead, too. So, like, that feels just disrespectful. <laughs> For real. <laughs> That could have been at his funeral. We never, we don't know. Yeah, maybe he's really proud of that. <laughs> that's that's what he told everybody before he died from alcohol poisoning. It's like I was in James Bond movie. Did you see it? You know the worst one. <laughs> right, who's next? Favorite, least favorite. Um, I I, I can go. My uh, my favorite character was definitely Muffy. Um. <laughs> She leaves a lot to the imagination. You got to wonder what she looks like when she takes her panties off. Um, <laughs> my, my, uh, my least favorite was, uh, was probably on a top because again, it just, none of it really just made sense to Tim's point. You just want to see her with her clothes off. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I felt like she just kind of got in the way. Mm. Good uh, looking though. Yeah. Accurate. My favorite Jesus is Zenya. My favorite Zenya. My least favorite is the towel that should have been off of her. That, <laughs> scene. that yeah, that's and that's the truth. Dem's the truth. <laughs> so my least favorite is going to be um, Boris with just his like half-assed catchphrases that just go mm-hmm. nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite is going to be the N64 game. Yeah. That's a, that's a, hey. yeah. Good call. It's a real character of this movie. It's a real thing. Movie. It's what's keeping this movie alive is that fucking video game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Yep. 
All right, time for the Hold My Popcorn ratings. Prepare to be judged. What's your rating for GoldenEye? My rating is uh, at least 20 titties that should have been in that movie. <laughs> That's my rating. Uh, I'm going to give this this movie a uh, death by denching over two weeks because that's how long it took me to finish it. Well, I'm I'm not going to be that different from you, Bill. I'm going to give it, uh, what was it? I think five hearty death comes over um, over the 500, 500 yards, 500 miles potentially that Sean Beam fell. And died by fall, perhaps COVID. We don't really know. Um, that definitely got reported uh, by Dr. Fauci as a COVID death. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. he coughed. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He coughed up a little blood. We don't know. Let's not jump to conclusions. COVID complications. <laughs> it's like my Fauci impression. That was good. <laughs> it's not as good as your weird French general impression. Send ya. Tim, you got you got like your Halloween costume done for the rest of your life now. Oh my god. Everyone will everyone so be like good. Everyone will be like, uh, what are you? Like general and admiral? What what the fuck? And then I'll be like, hold on, wait for it. And I'll go. Okay. Send ya! Everyone be like, oh. Oh, the general from James Bond who got uh who got squeezed to death. Who got dense to death. Yeah, exactly. Bingo. Yep. Oh, you've, you've heard our episode. <laughs> the old dinch pinch. Oh, God, I'm crying. For my rating, I'll give this one Pierce Bronson out of five Pierce Bronsons. <laughs> Bronsons. Mediocre out rating. Of- <laughs> oh, God. Originally, it was just going to be one death wish just via on a top, but... <laughs> I wanted to try and find some way to bring back because I feel like it went underrated, Max, was your use of cum snail trail. I was really (laughs) racking my brain to try and figure out a way to use that in my rating. (laughs) How did you know that it was was on top? I mean, just look at the floor. (laughs) All the bodies are floating. (laughs) Just, it's really musky in here. (laughs) What else do you think did it? I'd put my finger on why this water smells so weird, but it's just weird. No, that's that's what Bond Bond puts his finger down to the floor and licks it. He goes, Zenya, <laughs> sugary sweet. Oh. I've had this quim before. <laughs> All right, well, anything else you need to talk about before we wrap up? I just uh, great to have Derek back on the podcast. Agreed. Wow, wow, was it Tim? I guess we well, know. Was it Bill? You know, Derek, <laughs> you were a delight. Max, never do this to me again. Never. <laughs> yeah, Derek got me rattled. His sobriety really fucking rattled me this episode. <laughs> well, there wasn't, God, I was there to wasn't a, a, a extreme deterioration toward the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, it didn't start off good and hot, and then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, here's my butthole. <laughs> I got a I got a bone to pick with you, Derek. As uh, where the hell were all the bananas? Pick your bone. There was no bananas. <laughs> How what happened to all the bananas? 
What are you talking about? It was like your catchphrase <laughs> was everything was bananas. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about actual bananas. Well, no. you know, He's I, sitting on those. I'm a changed man. Yeah. Yeah. I eat the bananas now. Um, <laughs> you know, whereas I was having a nice hearty meal of some sort of red meat, all the eggs in the house and, you know, some toast. Now I eat the bananas. Um, wow. You are changed. And my gout thanks me for it. Um, you know. Things change. People change, Bill. Um, I'm still here for you. Anytime you want to get a nice ditching. Um, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Especially with that that new cut face that you have. I'm down. Let's do it. Dench me. I can't wait for your tongue to roll across my cheek. Dench me, Derek. Dench me. <laughs> Dench me good. <laughs> Dench me good. Dench me like a real lady. <laughs> like she was doing. Those, those were some, <laughs> wow, good for him. What a way to go. Indeed. Zenya. All right, that's Joe. Check out the stickers. Redbubble. Stickers on Redbubble. Buy them before Red I Bubble. buy them all. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't bought You're one right. of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, tell your friends about us. We'll be back next week with The Living Daylights. What? There's no way they're going to tell their friends about us after what listening to this podcast. Living Day... Yeah, nobody tells their friends about us. But yeah, The Living Daylights is uh, Timothy Dalton's first Bond movie. Uh, Let's be real. If people are listening to this podcast, time. they don't have friends. <laughs> I think, kind of I think we get put on in like... Um, like dementia wards at nursing homes. <laughs> Guantanamo rape parties. Yeah. Actually, you want to know what? Could be why we're so popular in Russia. They're probably using us to torture say, Ukrainians. Broadcasting this all over Ukraine. No! No, I will give you the code. I don't know what you want, but just take it. It is yeah. just put on Bride of Chucky. This will be over real fast. We're gonna put on the last 30 minutes of Bride of Chucky. <laughs> Oh shit! What an adventure! Oh, God. Yep. Fun times. Ready? Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope I surprised you boys. You I did. was surprised. You're really gonna be surprised when I sneak into your bedroom tonight, Bill. <laughs> I'm also gonna sneak into Tim's bedroom because this visual of Tim on a pulley system with Abby <laughs> has got my mind racing. <laughs> Abby floating around the room. I still, I think that's a great idea, Tim. No, this is really me. She puts, she puts me on a pulley system. I just hang there. <laughs> it's the new version of the sex swing, except it's yeah. like medically necessary. Yeah. And I just go, you like that? And she's like, yes, Tim. This is very good. <laughs> she, yeah. She just pushes you, just kind of gives you a push back like you're on a swing. Yeah. <laughs> Is this good? Sure. You rock back and forth. Sure. Sure. Yeah, right there, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's that's fine. Thank you. (laughs) Are we done now, Tim? (laughs) Maybe. A couple of pulls at the at the police system. (laughs) All right, now we're good. Yeah, a couple more pulls at the pulley system and then Zenya!
every just, time. Dude, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just very mellow. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eyes. Oh my god, that's the best part of it. It's the fucking eyes. <laughs> Uh, which there's nothing better about listening to a podcast than having people talk about visual aspects of the podcast. Visuals, yeah, visuals top notch on aspect. Oh, they no. really come through. Well. Visual is the most important yeah. part of a podcast. <laughs> yep, and I'll die on that hill. Oh, and you got to take a uh, screenshot, Max. Got to take a screenshot of. <laughs> I will. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, just say it again, Timmy. <laughs> So much better when he says it. It is. Oh God. I mean, just this is the contrast. Here's Tim just kind of. And then here's here's the real one. (laughs) Oh my Christ. That picture. Oh boy. Actually, you know, I'm changing this right now. This is gonna be my new caller ID for Tim. <laughs> Definitely is. Oh God! <laughs> I've I've been laughing hysterically at all of these, and but in this one screenshot, I like I'm just fed up with this shit. And uh, that eye, those eyebrows, Tim, those are wow. You have got those spiked. Hey, hey, you have no room to talk about talk the fucking eyebrows. eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> Ratchet that back, Billy boy. Look, if there's anyone here who's an expert on eyebrows, it's this guy. 